and gentlemen, welcome back to Deeply Unwell with your hosts, Connie Hamilthorpe and Peggy Taiwan. How are you? How are you? How are you? I'm doing so... How? Okay, let's do like an actual check-in. How do I feel? Oh, how, okay. Like, how actually are you? How am I, actually? Yeah. Um, I think I'm currently in a depressive manic episode if that's real Mm -hmm. um definitely feeling like "Mm, i don't want to do anything but also feel manic in the sense where i'm like all of a sudden i am desperate for cum (laughs) okay she's a cum dump again yeah yeah been drinking a lot more lately that's something i've noticed i'm trying to cut back yeah it's such such a social nasty little habit um it's such a social month in portland so it's just like Parties, it's out, honestly very crazy. Drinking. I feel like my social battery is kind of um, drained. Yeah. But I have to, we are having a Halloween party later in the month, and then there's a Halloween party the day after. And we've already been to fucking like three parties mm-hmm. for things, and I'm just like so tired. It's a lot. Um, and it's like, okay, well, I can't have a personal life. I can't do it. I can't talk to any of you people. No. I can't do that. I mean, it's you not sustainable. I mean, you seem to thrive, but this is the most action I've gotten in years. This is it's exciting her autism in a bad way. <laughs> no, I've actually been having a really fun time. I feel like now we've been in Portland for like a year and a half and um our good friend has a uh, Oscar Wilde celebratory what? I just said I said her best friend has AIDS. They, mm. they don't have AIDS. I don't know why you would say that. Um, But our good friend has an Oscar Wilde party every Every year year. for on Oscar Wilde's birthday because they're one of those kind of bitches, and that's when we met most of our friends here last year, and we just went to that a couple days ago, and it was really nice. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm starting to really feel like. I belong. Well, you also did take um, basically a Xanax and we were smoking weed and you were drunk. So I think that might have helped. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I need to get... What is that anxiety medication that you're taking? Okay. I just got on this anti-anxiety medication and it's called Boost Bar. It's literally called Boost Bar. No, it's not. That's what I thought when I, because I, okay, I signed up for like one of those like irresponsible like internet um, psychiatry services. Who cares? Um, But yeah, basically she was like, oh, try this thing called Boost Bar with a P. Boost Bar. Boost Bar. Um, and I was like, okay. And she's like, it's not addictive. And I was like, ew, I don't want it. Um, but I always like, okay, so what I'm trying to do right now is like warm her up to have prescribing me Xanax. Mm. So I'm like, I'm always like, you know, I just like to try like the least amount possible. I don't want anything that's addictive. Yeah. So that she like trusts me. I'm playing the long game so that I can yeah. get a Xanax prescription. Cause it's, it's hard like, to get that's what I need. That's yeah. what I need. But the thing is, it's like, I don't really have like an addictive personality with drugs. Uh huh. 
Um, well, you're you have a lot of paranoia around drug use, so like, yeah, you're not you're not yeah. the type of person who would do that. Yeah. So I'll take it every day, though. Mm-hmm. I need it every day. Well, you yeah you you're kind of unbearable when you're not <laughs> when you're just at your baseline. I need that's um, really sweet of you. I need to see a shaman. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I've been taking Boost Bar, and so um, I've been sharing them with Pig for when we go to, out to like social events and whatever. And it doesn't work as well as Xanax. Like you don't feel like. Uh, well, you just don't feel anything. You just feel like you just feel like. Oh, yeah. Nova, stop. Go lay down. Um. So that's kind of where I'm at. I'm also on Wellbutrin now. Just like, I'm trying it out. I'm like, you know, seasoning my cooking with it. You know what I mean? Are you taking it? I feel like yeah, you're not I took one today. Okay. I took one today. But are you taking it consistently? Um, well, I was trying to like go down this. I just saw a naturopath like yesterday, and I'm like, I'm trying to like heal myself like naturally, but I am like so fucked up and crazy. That yeah, it's like, you can't okay, heal I do need ADHD something. Naturally. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was like doing this like thing because my post like COVID, I think, I think I have like long COVID and my memory is like shot. I can't remember. Like today I was getting a cancer screening and I, they wrote down like, cause I had to stick with cancer like seven years ago, but I haven't had cancer since, but I get a screening every year. So they were like, oh, what's the reason for your visit? Like on the piece of paper. And I was trying to think of the word routine. For like ten minutes, I was like, I was like, it's a habitual, frequent, like annual. What's the, what is that word? And it, and then finally, it's like, oh, routine. Routine. And it's like cognitively, quarterly, sonically, I am not here. You're really, and I think that I think that it's honestly part and due, like due in part to um like long COVID because I feel like a lot of people have like been really brain foggy. Yeah, I do feel like you had really bad. It wasn't as bad as it is now, Mm. before. Mm -hmm. So I started taking this, like, herbal supplement called Alpha... Alpha Brain! Um, For men! (laughs) Um, And it does work. It's supposed to help with, like, memory and focus, and, like, it does work, but I have to be careful with, like, interacting with my heart medication. What happened to these fucking mushrooms that you used to take? take? I take them. Well, I wasn't allowed to take all my supplements when I had my septoplasty, like, six Uh weeks ago, which is not a fucking nose job. You fucking gay boys well, listening. Um, I confirm my deviated septum. So he was like, oh, you need to stop taking everything. I was like, I had to stop taking, like, mushrooms. He's like, everything. I was like, okay, gay boy. So I started just started taking them again. Um, and then I learned actually from TikTok that you're supposed to be taking, if you want the effects of lines, when you need to take at least 500 milligrams a day. How much is that? 500 milligrams. I know, but, like, get, can I get a reference? I've been taking, like, three pills, like, this big okay. and this thick, like, a day. People love to look at you and say 500 milligrams. Like, you're supposed to know what that yeah. fucking Yeah, well, means. I'm pretty sure they taught us, like, how much a gram and milligram stuff was in, like, elementary school. But I don't remember. Do you? You couldn't remember the word routine. And she's <laughs> saying, you don't know what a gram is? This bitch. <laughs> yeah, so I've been taking my lion's mane again. It's just, like... It's just all so much. I just feel like being alive is, like, so much. And the thing is, like, people didn't have to do this before. People were in heterosexual marriages, and, like, the woman, all she had to do was cook and clean, and the guy would go and make the money. Because, like, and now you have to do everything yourself and work full-time. Yes, that's true. And it's like, I wasn't built for that. I mean, I'm Nicole Kidman in The Stepford Wives before she becomes a Stepford Wife. But you are a stay-at-home mom. I'm, I am because I have crippling ADHD and it's paralyzing. And so I just stay at home and like sometimes I make food. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But my point is that you're comparing, like, your current life to, like, uh, what people used to live, like, in, like, the 50s and shit, where it's like, yeah, the wife just stays home, and it's like, yeah, that's what you do. Yeah. And just occasionally have sex for money. Like, Yeah, but, like, I don't know. It's just, like, hard being alive, and I think we all can, can resonate with I that. I think we can all okay. understand that. You know, I think we're all just really going through it in the world right yeah. now everyone's waking up things are off things are, things are really happening. really things are happening off yeah we definitely jumped through a wormhole the vibes are off um yeah, but it's all you know, because of cern there's been a lot of like i mean i guess it's nothing new but there's been a lot of like um doomsday stuff in Norma, my feed go lately. lay the fuck down no but go lay down you have to kill your dog. She has to go on the bed. She has to it's be like She needs me to tell her to go on the bed first. Oh, you're wearing headphones. I know. Up. Come here. Like, Lay down. Retard. Lay down. And yeah, I am allowed to say that. Yeah, she's a dumb fucking dyke. Um, I've turned this corner with, like, doomsday stuff. Where, like, okay, when all the, like, hurricane shit was going on hurricane? in Florida. Hurricane? Hurricane? shit was going on in florida which like whatever happened with that um it never happened they just like reported on it but it wasn't actually happening but no one talked about the aftermath it's like exactly very weird we don't no one talks about katrina anymore yeah but have you heard of the doomsday map i can't (sighs) why don't i have a podcast with you i can't talk about okay talk about it (laughs) i need to take a boost bar (laughs) well the doomsday map is I don't want, don't quote me on any of this, but I think some guy in like the 80s or some shit like would have visions or dreams, whatever. And he drew a map of like what Earth was going to look like mm, in the with future. With coastal flooding. Yeah, and with such. the coastal flooding and stuff. Such as And, there is. you know, everything's underwater, blah, 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 blah. And I just don't care anymore. I truly feel yeah. at peace. When it comes, it comes. Yeah. Well, my biggest fear, and we've talked about this extensively before are tsunamis mm-hmm. they're my, one of my biggest irrational fears yeah even though i don't live by a beach yeah it's like imagining i have dream like crippling dreams about tsunamis that are like five miles high and the wave is coming toward me and i know that it's just gonna like break all my bones and it just is that what happens and i yeah well if the water hits you you're Bang. dead babe is you're just going? instantly is dead it, i feel like tsunamis don't go that fast actually it doesn't matter the sheer force of the entire ocean coming down and crashing on you is like you're dead. I would just die there. It's like falling. It's like <laughs> you know when you like dive jump in. into a wave. At yeah. The beach, <laughs> well, you're like, really good at that. She, I am really good. She has her little ass, and it just goes, and her ass goes whoop, and it goes like up, and like, and then she just sit in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're so good. Well, that's it. A would trick. kill you. For that's sure. a trick, you guys. If you don't know, when you're when you're in the ocean, when you're in a tsunami, you're at the beach and you go into the ocean. And there's a big wave coming. What you got to do? You don't try to jump over it. Sometimes you can, but if it's a big one, you got to dive through it, Mama. That's and that's like kind it. of a metaphor for life. Yeah, you got to dive yeah. through. So tsunamis are terrifying, and I have dreams about them all the time. Yeah. So and they're like they're like stress dreams. I like wake up in the middle yeah. of the night. I'm like fuck the tsunami. We should well you okay. Well, no I water say therapy. That, but we should um, have a plan for when natural disaster hits and we just know like it's over and we don't want to die an excruciating, terrifying death and we just shoot okay. Each well, other. let's talk about this. 
we need to have a nuclear plan in case there's like a nuclear war. Oh, if that happens, I'm going outside immediately so I die. I don't want to <laughs> live through nuclear war. The, okay, but if someone wanted to, here's what you have to do. Okay. Find a basement. Go inside a basement. Make sure that you have like two weeks worth of food in the basement. Do not. Wait, you need to go <laughs> into the basement. You need to wait like for like a couple hours or something after the initial like blast goes off. You guys riding? And this then down? you have to go in the shower, shower everything, throw those clothes away. Yeah. And wash your hair, but do not condition it. Shampoo your hair. Because it'll stick it'll to your stick hair. All that radiation. Cut all your hair yeah. off. And then you go back in the basement, you chill out, you wait for like two weeks, you come out, you you know, mm-hmm. go Look for other survivors. Look for other survivors and whatever the <laughs> fuck. Um, and, yeah, that's what you do. Yeah. I just, um, I would prefer to go in the Big Bang, the blast. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to live, I really don't want to live through, like, a natural disaster or a, you know, a So why do we come disaster. up with a plan? I didn't come up with a plan. You did. You said we should come up with a plan. Oh, of how we're going to kill ourselves. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I um, think if we just put our heads right next to each other, like ear to ear, a shotgun. And we, t- and we take a, a gun. Well, we, I have. Yeah, I know. I say it, but... <laughs> um, well, well I mean... also, like, I could just take all my heart pills. <laughs> yeah, but you never. Well, I guess that would I feel like that'd be a really scary death, honestly. I'd rather just be instant. Yeah, exactly. We should yeah. shoot ourselves. Okay. So we should um, we should get a gun. Imagine imagine that like there were people that really hated us, and they like they planned this crazy um, false apocalypse with like a nuclear explosion outside of our house, or whatever, so that we would kill ourselves. I would feel really famous if that happened. We would be fa- we would be highly famous. My ghost would be twirling. I'd say, "Okay, you're literally obsessed with me." Like literally, we'd be like Anne Frank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you think that there's anyone alive that actually wants us dead that bad? Do you think there's, there's people anyone I that want wants you dead. dead? Yeah, we know that. Just a handful. You have a handful of people you want dead. One bitch in particular. Mm-hmm. Another bitch I just really don't like. Wait, who's the? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking into her. Marina. Hari Hari Krishna. Hari Hari Krishna. Oh, you want her dad? No, I don't want her dad. I just like oh. strongly dislike her. Because every time I bring her up on the podcast, you're like, oh, yeah, and I will say, you're slaying now. It's like, you're fake. You're a liar. She is slaying now, but it's also like, what is that Miranda Hobbs haircut? <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I don't want her dad. Um, I, there is one transsexual that I do want dead. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't name her name because I won't give her that power. Mm-hmm. Um, but she deserves to die, and I hope she gets AIDS and she dies. I fantasized about killing her so many times. You're still holding on to that. That 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 instance broke me so deeply, yeah. badly. I have PTSD from that. Yeah, honestly. But you know what? We already knew she was a shitty person. It's really him that you should want dead. Yeah. Yeah. Bing well, anyway, we don't talk about anyway. that. <laughs> <laughs> Sunshine, lollipops, and roses. Everything is wonderful. Anyone that I want dead, I have to really think about that. And I've been raped. Um, 
but I wouldn't wish. Do you think you could ever find forgiveness in your rapist? Oh, I do immediately. Which is <laughs> immediately, just, oh, it's okay. There's a big part of me that is like, you know, we had such great sex. Oh, we talked about for this the podcast rape. Is rape. <laughs> it's a big part of my life. Um, speaking of rape, you're preparing for a new slut era. Yeah, um, I'm entering a another manic slut era. I'm getting ready because Corinne is... Don't ever say my name. Sorry. Connie Hamilthorpe is going to be traveling. And we'll touch on that. But she's going to be traveling for like three weeks from like October 30th and on. And um, as we talked about before, my sex life is such that I can't feel totally um safe and powerful mm-hmm. unless i'm in at home alone mm-hmm. so i'm gearing up i'm i'm making connections the other night I, she's gearing up and she's making connections i am I, so i don't use tinder usually mm-hmm. but the other night we went to our friend's birthday party and left kind of early and i just got on tinder okay no let me backtrack this <laughs> That was pretty good, wasn't it? Oh my god, that's so... Oh my god, that was so good! A new talent unlocked. Okay, so, okay, so we went to a friend's birthday, and Miss Thing hadn't eaten much that day, so we had to I leave. I had myself. to take her to get tacos. A jack in the box. And then a Best boy tacos. texted me that has been, like, begging to fuck me, civilian, for, like... Year and I'm always just like, no, but, no. But yeah, I was pretty drunk that night, and so I said, Yeah, come over, you can come, come in, in my ass. ass. <clears throat> and so we came over, and he fucked me, and he did not come in my ass, it's mm-hmm. the SSRIs. And a so, plague I was, on yeah, men. and I obviously did not come, which doesn't matter to me, I don't care about coming. I only care about my partner coming. You just care about come. I just care about come. There has <laughs> to be come involved. So, you know, I send him on his merry way. It's late. It's probably like 2.30, 3 a.m. And then I get on Tinder and I say, I'm going to get some fucking come in my ass tonight if it's the last thing I do. I'm swiping, I'm swiping. And I message every single man I, I uh, mm. match with, even if they're not hot, because that's what a desperate come whore does. And eventually, I did get a guy to come over, and he also did back not come back. in my ass. It no was come. back to back. No come. No come. Really disappointing. I also, I screened his number very last minute, like right before he was about to get here, because I was like, oh, I should do that. Yeah. Because um, that's what we do as prostitutes. Um, did he have reports? And he, yeah, he had like six or seven reports. So he's tried to hire prostitutes. And yeah, he's tried to hire prostitutes, and... Um, his reports were like, he robbed me, like really sketchy, like stole my laptop. And oh, your laptop my, was in my bedroom. Oh, my and so God. was your iPad. So I said, well, he's going to be here in two minutes. So it's too late. So I just put your things under my bed. And <laughs> <laughs> I said, if I Hope die, I die. <laughs> Jesus. And I did not die, but he was really weird. He fucked me, boots the house down, but didn't come. And then he just stopped. And laid on top of me for, I don't even, it felt like hours, but it was probably like five minutes. He just laid on top of me, like dry humping, like not inserted, just. Was this before or after you shot the bed? Mm, well, I didn't know I had already shot, <laughs> is the thing. So he's rubbing his shit dick all over your ass. 
he's literally rubbing his shit dick all over me. It's, it wasn't even on my ass. It was like on my the top region. Your, your fupa. My fupa. He was rubbing <laughs> your shit, shit. My shit. He's using his cock as a paintbrush to paint all over my pubes. And um, I remember I grabbed his dick. I don't remember why, but I grabbed it while he was like doing this weird dry hump thing. And I was like, there's texture. Yeah, it. yeah. There's something. There's a, there's a grittiness mm-hmm. on it, and I there's just went, oh, I'm just gonna True wipe grit. my hand on my own comforter, and then I was like, okay. <laughs> and he just kept laying there on top of me, and I was like, well, it's pretty late. It was. It was bed. like four. In it the was morning. four in the morning, and then he um, he gets up, and then I get up, and I see <laughs> a turdlet. <laughs> there is shit everywhere. <laughs> Like, he fucked me when I was, like, you know, when you're, like, on all fours, but on the edge of the bed. Mm-hmm. So, like, down the side of the bed was just... A shit stream. Poop. Just poop. On your carpet? No, on the bed. Okay. I want to know if it got to the floor. And it didn't get to the floor that I know it of. It was absurd. And it also somehow got on a pillowcase. And you got your new duvet that day. I had literally just gotten my new gorgeous expensive bedding from Pottery Barn. And it was... <laughs> He didn't care though. I feel like he a maybe cause. he knew that I shit, and that's why he stopped fucking me. And he was doing the weird loser. Yeah, it's like just come, just come, babe, All I come want in is the come. shit. And you guys, please, I don't endorse having unsafe sex I, I don't endorse having a poopy butthole i do it all, all the time and i really shouldn't you know what's so crazy is that i went to my doctor and i said i need to get on prep i know that i have aids i actually didn't which is crazy i should nothing was wrong with her she didn't have a Not single, a single disease, STD. and she hadn't been tested in literally like two years yeah and she and this girl she didn't does not use condoms <laughs> Okay, I do use condoms, just not all the time. I love a cream pie. Forgive me. Um, Forgive me, Father. And my doctor was like, yeah, okay, we'll get that to you right away. And he just never filled the prescription. Wow. It's like, if I get AIDS, it's your fault. It's your fault, and I can sue you, and you can, yeah, yeah, go to prison. that's crazy. But yeah, that's kind of been the beginning of um, this new manic sex era of mine. What I really want to do is find, like, a cute boy before you leave that I can invite to our Halloween party. I know. I want to find a cute boy to come to our Halloween party. Like, we so both bad. need to have a cute boy I there. know. And you know what? I've been on Tinder. I've been on Raya. And I've been swiping and being like, hey. And even the hot clients that I have, like, I have, like, two that are, like, mm-hmm. so fucking beautiful and hot. And I was like, come to my Halloween party. I invited three boys. And they were all, like, I'm going to be out of town. I'm not interested, really. Yeah. It's like, come on. Yeah. It's also hard because it's like, even if I do or either of us find someone who's willing to come, it's like, they're going to show up and be like, oh, your friends are all queer. Yeah. (laughs) Like, this is a And you're a weirdo. Yeah, totally. Why does your hair look like Farrah Fawcett? Yeah. But I've, I've got a lot of boys on my phone right now because I give my number out to every single man that matches with me because I just, Or then you he know. Googles you and says he's T.S. Cherise. Well, I tell them. It's on my, it's actually on my Tinder profile that I'm uh, yeah, escort. That you're so. a swear. Yeah. Should I read my Tinder mm-hmm. profile? I just updated it. It's really, it. really good. Thank you. I really just like. She has like, a picture with poppers in front of her face. <laughs> I don't play around anymore. 
So how do I? I don't even know how to see it. Okay. Okay, so here's what my Tinder profile says: Karaoke queen, sleepy baby, transsexual goddess, popper's slut, sex worker, and in parentheses it says, "Not that here for clients." Relax. Because they love to be like, oh, that's why you're here? It's like, no. No, it's like I'm allowed to have a private sex right. life for free. Annoying podcaster, Madonna and whore, emotionally unavailable, not girlfriend material, big booty requires big dick. Did you put in Ma- Madonna and whore just recently? I feel like I didn't read that last Was time. that not on there? Maybe I, I had. <laughs> Maybe it just like popped into my After head. After she shot all over the bed, she put that in there. <laughs> Um, I shit myself and I said, you know what? I am the Madonna and, and the I whore. And I am the whore. Yeah. Um, well, I'm so glad that that's working out for you. I'm it's not really not healthy or safe. Civilian dick. But... Um, but we better have cute boys. I want just like a cute boy. Okay, so we're having like, um, it's my party because Pig doesn't want anything to do with it. I don't throw parties. Um, we're having a Halloween party and it's based on the end scene in The Virgin Suicides when they have like the asphyxiation party. Mm-hmm. And it's like the green lights and it's like very 70s and it's like a debutante ball cocktail attire. And like there's like the green lights and like the fog and it's so like, and like um, gas masks. It's going to be really cute. No one's ever done um, that. No one's ever done that. Look it the fuck up. Um, <laughs> calorie in, calorie out. Have you actually Googled it? Has anyone done it? I like have. No one's done it. Just me. Um, so it's going to be really, really fun. And yeah, I want a, I want a boy I can smooch, you yeah. know? I deserve that. Because it's like a black tie. It's like a cocktail. I know. And, and it's, it's like, like, I don't have a man in the tux, like, right. on my arm. How embarrassing for me. This is what really sucks about being trans. It's like... We're straight women, but we're just surrounded by we're queer just spicy. people. And queer people are just gay people. <laughs> and, yeah. like, I don't want that. Um, we should both try to go. This Okay, this is what we should do. How much time do we have before the party? Like, a week and a half. Okay, that's not long, but we should both try to go on two dates before then. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, like have like a good connection and be like you should come to my hell we have to fake falling in love with a guy that's fine and then have him come well i've been pretty honest with every man that i've talked to i mean you can see that on my yeah very where i'm just like i'm just looking for great sex and like a cool guy in a cream pie yeah like a true friends with benefits but i don't actually care about you we should make a shirt and put it in the merch shop that says in my camera I'm in my camera. In my camera. That's really cute. Yeah. I stay in my camera. Um, I actually hate cum. That's I so hate cum. Crazy. I like when a guy comes in my ass, and I like if a guy comes down my throat if I'm absolutely head over heels in love with him. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I hate cum. Really? Yeah. It's disgusting. Ugh. It's like the best part. Yeah. It's literally, it's like, yeah, come all over my tits, come all over my My ass. ass. Well, I prefer it just to be. They love to come on my dick, which is so foul. That's gross. Isn't that disgusting? That's really gross. It's like, no, no, no. Come goes on bellies, tits, or ass. Not in my hair. You're not coming on my face. That's vulgar. No. And I'm like a huge. You're not coming in my mouth. You're not coming on my face. I can't even watch any single porn that has, like, a woman giving a blowjob because Ew. it's, like, It's gross. It's, it's degradation. Blowjobs are for men. Blowjobs are for men and for trannies. I totally agree. 
when I'm if I'm watching straight porn, I always skip over the blowjobs. Yeah, because it's like it's a desecration. Yeah, it's like women are meant to be like destroyed vaginally, yeah. for vaginally. sure, not anally, unless you're nasty. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't watch anal porn. No, um, I do. It's exclusively I watch it, but between fags. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, hopefully that we can find someone before yeah. the party. And then after the party, I'm going to New Orleans, and then I'm going to New York, and then I'm going to Paris, and then I have, like, a week and a half in Europe that I don't have planned, which I've never done before, which I'm really, like, excited about. Oh, last time you um, mapped it all out, right? Yeah, yeah, like, I booked all my accommodations, like, ahead of time. Like, I'm just not doing that. I'm just saying yeah. I have got some money put away. Not from the GoFundMe, from money that I got from sucking cock. And then um, I'm just going to live my life. She always has Um, to go to Europe alone because none of her friends can afford it. Yeah, because all my friends are fucking losers. It's not Um, our fault. Except uh, Liz Tart is coming. Which is, she's going to Paris, and then we're going to England. And I'm going to go for, like, one night because I hate London. You're going to go to London? Just for one night. Uh, Just to, like, meet everyone and, like, suck a dick and, like, then get out of there. Where do you think you're going to go after London? Um, probably Spain. Yeah. She hasn't done Spain yet. No, I've never been to Spain. I really want to go to, like, Sicily. There's so many places I want to go, and I don't really have that long. Um, but I did buy an extendable ticket, so we'll see what happens. She's never coming back. She's never coming back. And She's going to come back in all have AIDS. Connie Hamilton. But I'm going to be... What about AIDS? You're going to come back, and I'm going to have AIDS. Oh, yeah. I'm not coming back with AIDS. Here. I'm coming back with syphilis. Yeah. That's how you came back with the toe fungus. I did. I, re- I really did. I was gone for like two months and um, I was just like wearing the same Keds every single day with no socks on in the like height of the summer. Stinky. And I came back with like a literal toe fungus. Stinky. Um, but okay. So I'm going to New Orleans first for Halloween and I'm talking to this boy from Raya who um, he's like a creative director or something mm. and he lives in Montreal and he's Does really he cute French? Yes. Cute. Um, and he's really cute and really sweet and um, like very like alt like alt like you know boy um, and he was like what are you doing for Halloween what are you doing wrong I said, oh, I'm going to be in New Orleans, and I don't have any plans. I'm just going to hang out with, like, one friend there. He was like, well, what if I come to New Orleans? And I was like, okay. Um, second second guy who's asked to go to New Orleans with me. Um, yeah. The first one I have, I had sex with once, like, five years ago. And I'm just like, no, don't come and ruin my trip. Like, please. That's the thing. But if this guy's, like, actually totally cool. So, and I, like, don't have, it would be nice to have, like, someone to be, like, because I, like, last time I went there, I wanted to go to, like, this plantation and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was, like, an hour or so, like, out of the city. And it's, like, I just didn't go because I was, like, um, you know. Yeah. But if I have someone, it's, like, let's do it. Like, and I can mm-hmm. ride the bus with and stuff. You know? It's, like, that's cute. Um, so he was, like, what's, like, the worst case scenario? It's, like, the worst case scenario is that we hate each other. The next best scenario is that we're, like, just friends and we're, like, having fun and, like, whatever. And then I said, the best scenario is that that we'd be, like, fucking and sucking and, like, eating gumbo and, like, catching crawfish. Mm -hmm. Um, So I hope that happens. I mean, I would imagine even in the worst scenario where you hate each other, you're still at least going to fuck. Yeah, hopefully. 
Um, but anyway, so he, we've like sent some nudes back and forth and whatever. We've been talking for like, I don't know, a week or something. And he keeps sending me videos, like he'll send me like funny videos. He sent me like a, he keeps sending me videos, um, of his like foot because I'm like, I'm like a big foot gal, but he's missing a toe. <laughs> and so he like loves to show me his missing toe and I'm like, okay, <laughs> so he's silly. And I, yeah, he is. But I'm like, <laughs> ew. Which toe um, is he missing? Big. On the right. Oh, that's a... he, he has half of it. Oh, what happened to it? I don't know. You didn't ask? I don't think I did. He's showing you his missing toe and yeah. you didn't ask. I just wanted to be polite. I mean, he's clearly asking for it yeah. if he's showing you. Yeah, I'll ask him. Maybe I did ask him. I just have dementia. Um, but you'd think that you'd remember <laughs> something, something like that. It's not something he forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. And I'm like a big foot gal. Did uh-huh. I say I was a foot guy? What? No, you said gal. You said okay. gal. Okay. He said Gal Gadot. Have Freudian slip. I'm a big foot guy. So I love feet. I love men's feet. And I love sucking on their toes and fucking getting all the toe gunk and everything. Ew. But like, I'm not sure I can do that with a missing toe on the foot. Well, I don't think he would expect you to. Yeah, yeah. He has two feet is the thing. (laughs) You can just focus on one. Yeah, I don't but know. But also, how hot would it be if you, like, sucked his little If he nub? fucked me, if he fucked me with the toe? With the toe nub? Um, yeah, that too. Um, I'd love to be, like, a nasty, a like, unexpected. Uh, you know, I'm not yeah, sure. I don't think so either here. I feel like, actually. <sighs> I feel like I've maybe had my toe in an ass. That's what, think right, I'm like, was my, my foot in someone's ass or was someone <laughs> foot in my ass? Was someone foot in my ass? The crazy thing about being a psychosexual prostitute is it all just... It all just blurs together. I really... It, I feel like that has happened. I feel like maybe my ex actually... He used to piss in your ass. Well, he, I let him do it one time. Yeah, because he begged me for years. And then I finally said, okay, fine. And boy, did I regret it because... You were shitting piss? Yeah, and it just really bloats you. It really wasn't fun at all. Yeah. Um, So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, Hopefully he's really cute and fun. I told him we'd FaceTime tomorrow so that we could, like, get to know each other a little bit more before he makes any solid plans. Um, What does he look like? uh, He's, like, hot. Show me. So, um, heart palpitations, and then I'm going to, um... Yeah, what did you do? Did you steal this from Ryan, or did you buy this? Why are you doing I, this to yourself? I neither confirm nor deny. Um, so, after She's New baby. Orleans, I'm going to New York to work, um, for, like, a week, and then, my darling dashing diva. You're going to New Orleans for a whole week? No, I'm going for, like, three days. Oh. I'm going to New York for a week. Oh, right, right, right. And then, um... Yeah, I'm just going to be, like, staying with Austin for, like, four days and then working for three days. And then I <clears throat> boop over to Perry mm-hmm. so I can, like, you know, make some cute coin, pay mm-hmm. for the, my whole trip, whatever. Um, this is him. Okay, cutie. He's tall. Nice lips. Yeah. He, okay, he looks like a silly head. He just looks like this painting. That's uh-huh. why he has yeah, that I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Cute. So she said, hi, I just got here. Looking forward to much with all of you bizarre people in places I never go. The cock is big. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. no. <laughs> uh, it's like maybe slightly larger yeah. than average. We're at a point in our lives where it actually doesn't have to be huge. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I just need a man to like want me. I just need you to want me and have at least a six incher. I was just I just went on a little like dinner date with this boy that I've been on dates with before who has a girlfriend. Um, he's in an open relationship and we're just, he's just like my brother now that I like to kiss on the cheek sometimes. Um, and yeah, we were. I was just talking about like wanting to be wanted with and like why like boys don't want to date me and like why mm. no one wants to fuck me in this fucking city it's so really? crazy to me that like no one no one i've met has a crush on me oh like men that you've met like yeah for dating or just in general or just like out like yeah. no one has a crush on me yeah boys might want to fuck me mm-hmm. but like also like i don't know in like our friend group and even our like extended friend groups like no one ever hits on me well, there's no straight people in our friend group. But, like, all the straight guys have girlfriends. I don't know. I'm just like... Well, so every man here has a girlfriend. And, you know, I met a straight man the other night who had a girlfriend at um, the Oscar Wilde party. And I was talking to him about how, like, everyone in Portland loves to pretend that, like, this is such a queer Whoa, and trans... LGBTQ um, plus like gender divergent place and it's actually really not it's yeah. really not it was we were like the only two trannies there there was maybe another one and then maybe like an egg yeah and it's hard to it. say if they were an egg or non-binary yeah. you never know these days but I said to this man I like spilled my tea to him because we were just she talking spilled the about, beans and I spilled the beans <laughs> we were just talking about like places that I lived and stuff and I was like well then I was a man so it was different and he stood up out of his chair because I was and standing he struck and he, her. he stood up and he hit me he said that is disgusting you filthy whore I didn't know you're trying to trap me why are you trying to trick me she's joking that didn't happen yeah obviously but he did stand up in like complete shock and he said like wow you're doing a really good job and I was like it really I I thought it was funny and it really you took said me back to him that's refreshing. Well, no, because he then <laughs> afterwards said, like, sorry, I don't want to, like, say the wrong thing. And I was like, honestly, no, it's really refreshing. Um, because I'm tired of people pretending that they're, like, super woke and they get it when, like, actually none of you do. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah, it's hard out here for a pimp trying to make money for the rent. It's hard out here, hard out here for a 20. Um, break from pod while traveling? What is this note about? Oh, well, so Corinne's going to be gone for... I'm going to be gone for three weeks. Three weeks. And so, I mean, as you all know, we've already been slacking on the pod. So um, I'm sure you're not going to be traveling all over Europe with a laptop. Yeah. You know, so... Maybe what we'll do is we'll, like, turn off the subscriptions for, like, three weeks mm-hmm. or something and then turn back on when yeah. we get back. Have, do you know? That, is that an actual possible thing to do? I think do? so. I think some podcasts do that. Yeah, so so what we're saying is um, uh, when that comes up, which is going to be, like, October 30th, so we'll have, like, another episode or two before then. Yeah. That's going to be the end of season one. Season of Deeply one and well. of Deeply and Well. See you next um, year. We're going to take a little break, but it won't be long. No. Probably just three weeks or a month, and then we'll be back. Yeah. For season two. For season two. We need a little recharge anyway. Yeah, because I need to, you guys. I need to go to three different cities. I need to go to eight different cities. I need to go to Europe. I need to yeah. like take like Estonian loads, and then I will come mm-hmm. back and tell you about it. Yeah, I'm out of things to to say. Yeah. So, um, but we are going to start growing our own food. 
Oh, yeah. So we finally just, like, cleaned out our little... Um, oh, oh, please. Little girls, please. little girls. We cleaned out our mudroom, and we're going to start growing our own food in there, which... Is this a Patreon episode? No. Oh. She can never keep Well, track. if you want to see the fucking mudroom we're talking about, go to patreon.com slash deeply unwell. Yeah. We got a new fridge, and so we were able to hide it in this, like, storage space. And now we have a whole room that we can grow our own food in, which everyone loves to talk about growing their own food. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're not actually growing your own food. You're just going to grow some herbs and tomatoes. It's like, yeah, can't which is what we're doing. And a lemon tree. Or a lemon and a lemon bush. tree. Yeah. But, you know, they do cost money. You know, I bought a red onion today, and it was $1.89. That's disgusting. At Whole Foods. That's disgusting. An onion should never be more than 60 cents. No. An onion should be, like, 40 cents at most. Like, that's, it's just garbage. It's, it's an, like, onions grow in the wild. Right. You know what also grows in the wild? Dill. Mm-hmm. She loves dill. I love it whenever I, whenever I'm walking through the mountains, I say, do you smell the wild dill? <laughs> she does. I do. Um, so yeah, we're gonna start growing our food because the apocalypse is coming. You guys should too. If you have like land, like space or a backyard yeah. or something, start growing food. I feel like I'm sure a lot more people are starting to do that simply because groceries are so unbelievably expensive. It's so crazy. I can't buy ingredients for a meal without spending thirty to fifty dollars. Yeah, and that's just for one meal yeah and like, like yeah it's cheaper I, can, to order I can stretch it out but yeah it's like it's cheaper to order from a restaurant calorie count and then save the leftovers for the next day i don't do leftovers she has a calorie count no well i do a little bit but no i'm full on starving myself yeah well you know that brings me into one of our big topics this week which is um the return world topics <laughs> the return of pro anna culture mm-hmm. Hello, everybody. Piggy Taiwan here. Sorry to interrupt your programming. Just wanted to put a little trigger warning in here. We are going to be talking about eating disorders, mm. pro culture, diet culture in the next segment. So if that doesn't work for you, go ahead and skip to about the hour mark and um, it'll be over. Thank you. I just the like pendulum is everything. Sw- sh- shifting. Swifting. Yeah. Swinging. Yeah. Um, everything was booties and curves and love yourself love yourself respect yourself yeah and now it's like indie sleaze Gort, giselle bunchen tiny 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 and it's like repeats like i have to okay. i have to lose I don't, what's the pounds. whole fucking repeats thing Why he was all, just he was just what like, is this he was like a dietitian guy like a doctor or something that like came up with this diet where like you don't have sugar and you have like basically like I think a keto diet or something. He's like, eat all the ice cream you want or something. That's He's like, raw carrot salad, like raw egg yolks. It's just like a very extreme weird. It seems like a very trendy, mm-hmm. like stupid. It this, is with like the douchebag left. This like, whole like raw carrot thing is so rich. I had a, ra- a raw carrot salad. And I it was know actually you like, did. Really it's good. like, and who, but you know, the thing is, but you know what? Hoos was like, um, bitch, why? And I was like, so I can eat it. She's like, why raw, why raw carrot? I was like, it's just the same thing as eating a carrot. I'm just being healthy. I'm just yeah. eating a carrot. 
Just let me eat it. Right. But why does it why did it need to be rebranded into this shaved carrot salad? It's like just eat some fucking It's pretty carrots. tasty though, because then it's like it's like you get more it like takes up more space visually and like in your stomach maybe. And that's eating disorder culture. Oh, right I fell on having an eating it's I have like, an eating disorder. Yeah, don't I've had all. an eating disorder since I was like probably in middle school or high school. Yeah. I used to run eight miles a day in cross country, come home, drink a Gatorade and go to bed. Uh-huh. The thing that's interesting about the you participating in this shaved carrot salad is like the whole purpose of the shaved carrots is Female to get rid of excess estrogen. Excess estrogen and you don't have that. <laughs> so like, why are you trying to that's like But it's you, also like yeah, I'm just eating a carrot. I'm allowed to eat a carrot. No, but that's not why you're eating it. I just wanted to try it cuz everyone else has been trying it and they're like, "Oh yeah, and I wanted to see if it was yummy." It was okay. It's a pro. It's a pro and a meal. That's exactly what it is. No, a pro and a meal is. Beep. Cutting this part out because I'm not trying to give anyone ideas on how to eat a 25 calorie meal. Please don't do that. That's not a meal. That's not even a snack. It's 25 calories. That's got to be more than a carrot salad, though. Yeah, it's, that's just a safe meal. It's a safe food. I've been yeah. on Tumblr, like, pro and looking up safe foods. You've been on Tumblr? Hell yeah, babe. You're using Tumblr mm-hmm. to look up pro Anna safe Mm-hmm. Are you, like, proud of, like, where no, you're I'm, at right now? No, I'm being radically transparent. That's, like, really not good. Would you babe. rather not talk about it? No, but I'm just, like... I'm not endorsing I it. I'm I just didn't saying, know like, that. Yeah, like I feel like I a part of you lose, does like, endorse I it. I want to lose like twenty pounds. You love it. Gorgeous. You like love the culture. I love control. Mm-hmm. It's not even about the. I do love the culture, but I also love like control. Yeah, I'm a control freak. What I have noticed about all of the people around me is all of a sudden, like, everyone is romanticizing and like defending pro-Anna culture again. Like, and it just happened in the, like, recent months. I mean, it's been gradually coming up, but all of a sudden it's, like, before it was, like... It's a trend. It's trending. That's disgusting. (laughs) Yeah. It's so... It's very dangerous. It's not sustainable. It's really unfortunate. It's really, really unfortunate. And the thing that sucks so much about it is even if you don't participate in it... Trigger warning eating disorders. We'll put a trigger warning before this this conversation. Listen, if you need a trigger warning for this, then you're not even, like, alive because it's all around you. Yeah. Like, what's so unfortunate about it but is... But, like, for people even who are you... struggling with eating disorders, like, this probably is not for me, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. saying it as if people... Well, we're not... Like, we're not here supporting that at no. all. Maybe she is a little bit, but... I'm, well, I'm trying... I'm just, like... I just, like, I feel fat and gross. You're the skinniest you've been in years. That's not actually true. It is true. The weight, the scale doesn't say that. Anyway, the the thing that's really <laughs> sad to me about it is that, like, even if you choose not to participate in it, you have to participate in it because... It's a conversation. It's all around you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I blame the Kardashians. Well, yeah, as soon as Kim got thin, everyone said, okay, I guess BBLs are out, curves are out. Yeah. And she, like, did a crash diet so she could fit in that fucking room and the dress that she ripped. I feel like this was happening before Kim even lost weight, because she only, she's only done that in the last, like, six months or something, and it's been trending towards thinness again for a while. Like, you go on TikTok or whatever, it's, like, it's all thin 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 girls and it's like 
It's because the 2000s are back. And it's all about the low waist and... Yeah. For me, it's also partially, like, body, like, dysphoria. Like, gender dysphoria. Mm -hmm. Because I feel so... Like, because I have, like, statistically, quarterly, sonically, a really big upper body. Structurally, with my bones. I have really broad shoulders. And when my arms get, like, any fat on them, it just makes my whole upper body look bigger. And yeah. so when I have excess weight, I feel, like, really masculine. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I'm, like, thin as a rail and my waist is really small and my arms have no fat, yeah. my upper body looks smaller. Because you're trying to shrink yourself because yeah. you think women should be small. They try to shrink themselves. They tell them... That's literally... Be, no, be, no, be small. That's literally what you're doing. It's yeah. your internalized misogyny. Um, well, it's like, yeah, I'm a fucking tranny. Yeah. Like, no, I know. You know what I mean? But yeah, I don't want to be a linebacker. One thing I've always noticed about you is, like, if we're watching a show or anything, it's like, she's always looking at people's, um, their shoulders. and their I'm also doing ratio. cosmetic surgery on, on people in yeah, my mind. Yeah, you're truly Like, sick. we have a friend who, um, I love her to death. When we were at the Oscar Wilde party, we were talking to her. I, I, I had this, like, impulse that I wanted to go up and, like, take her face and just lift it a little bit. Um, um, oh. um, but like, yeah, it's like so unhealthy. Like, I'm just like, I'm constantly like tuning people and, yeah. like, in my brain. Toxic. Yeah. You know, but what? I've always been like that. Always. Yeah, you have. Well, you've always had a, a sick obsession with beauty. Yeah. And I've always wanted to be beautiful, but there's definitely like degrees to it. And... Beauty is so intrinsically tied with like, my gender expression I feel like because you transitioned to be cunt well I transitioned because I the reason I transitioned is because when I imagined myself as an old person I never imagined an old faggot Mm -hmm. I always imagined a beautiful graceful elegant old lady Mm -hmm. and yeah, beauty the keywords are beautiful and elegant. You know, yeah. it's like not just an you old can't woman. Be, you can't be like beautiful and elegant and be like fat in my mind as an old lady. Yeah, seven years ago when I started transitioning, yeah. like that. Just well, that's didn't very compute. real. I mean, you really can't, and that's something I've learned since gaining weight. It's like you're literally nothing if you are not skinny. Yeah, like, like I want to be able to like go to Paris and like go to a vintage store and try on anything I want and it fits. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's already a struggle when you're trans to find things that fit. And it's like, if you're fat and trans, forget it. And I'm getting my implants removed in February. And so it's like, oh, am I just going to be like a big fat man with zero tits? Or am I going to be tiny and skinny and cut and have like like model tits? Like, you 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 can't call yourself that. That's absurd. If I don't have tits, it's just like, yeah, you're a big... You're a big man. Not a big fat man, though. <laughs> but, like, like, when I look in the mirror, it's like, yeah, you're, like, I have back fat that I need to get rid of. I mean, you're fat. It's like, you have skin. You're not fat. You have fat. Like, you have skin. It's I'm crazy. Trying, like, have skin. you know you're thin. Crap. Like, you have to know that you're thin. I know that I'm, I'm, like, thinner than, like, most people. And that's not good enough. Thinner than the average person, maybe. Yeah. Um, but that's not good enough for me. You want to be a waif. Yeah. I want to have, like, I want to have, like, um, Yasmin Gori's body. Like, just... Well, she was kind of athletic, wasn't she? And then, like, 
You do have that. And then, like, hip bones, but, like, sculpted, toned, beautiful, thin thighs. You have that. I don't. You I do. Don't. I really, I really don't. You really do, babe. Um, I want you to live. Anyway. I want you to live a day in, like, a, a not um, classically beautiful body, a classically thin body, and know that, like... I, my thighs did chafe for a little bit yeah but that that was then this is now you know and even then like your fat was still like well i'm tall so it gets like distributed yeah you were probably like a size six or eight like you know the thing is is that now i'm a size six that's just because you're when i lived in la i was a size four now i'm a six or an eight there's no way you're an eight that's crazy. I tried looking at a Mugler, um, like those body stocking like, Oh, well, things. that's different. That's different. And it was like, oh, you should order a size 10. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what the fuck? Anytime you're going to talk about, like, items like that, like, really high fashion, like, you're always going to be too fat. Yeah. And that goes for everyone. There's but, a like, reason why I want everyone to be that's thin enough fashion. to be like, oh, yeah, I'll go to size 4. <laughs> But, like, why? What does that actually mean? It doesn't I just, mean anything. It just feel, it feels good to me to not have so much weight on my body. But you don't. To, be, to have less than this. Because mm-hmm. I have, and I felt cunt, and I felt great. Yeah. But, um, end um, of the eating disorder discussion, if you're back after the trigger warning. Um, <laughs> well, no, I think here, we can, like, dive into it more. I'm really curious in, about, like, why we've circled back here as a society yeah like we were in a really well i don't want to say a great place because the body positivity movement the pendulum kind of swung really far where it was just like glorifying fat bodies yeah which, which is, is a not, whole other thing which is not what it's supposed to be about it's like yeah every person should be able to feel i believe that like people like i believe in like radical acceptance of bodies in the way that like as a society, like, we shouldn't base the merits of people based off, like, their weight. Yeah. Or how their body looks or, like, what, like, how they're shaped. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, like, we should have, like, inclusivity with, like, bodies, like, in fashion and whatever. Yeah. And, like, they should be making clothes that, like, make, look good on, like, different sizes and stuff like that. It's just for me personally, I can't be fat. Well, that, and that's fine. No one should have to be fat if they don't want to be fat no one really wants to be fat people who say they do are lying (laughs) like you're just lying yeah um but what's crazy about like even throughout the last i don't know how many years like mm, five to eight years where body positivity has been more um mainstream and like people have been like yeah we need inclusivity and bigger sizes even during all of that bitches still couldn't find clothes I still can't find clothes to fucking fit me. Like, nothing actually changed. It was all a facade. Yeah. I literally cannot shop. Well, it's it's like, if you want to find things, they have to be fucking bodycon or, like... Even still, you're not going to find your size. In bodycon? Yeah. I can't go into any store and find something that's going to fit me, even if it's bodycon. Yeah. And I'm not... I'm, like, a size 12 or 14, that's like insane and the average woman in america is like i don't know 16 or something i think it's 18 yeah 
And it's like, that doesn't even necessarily mean that you're fat. It just means you're not a fucking prepubescent woman. Yeah. And that's the, the other thing about this whole, like, pro-anime it movement. It goes back it, to, like, It's all about fucking looking like a child. Yeah. Women are not supposed to look like that. Well, We're not supposed to be <clears throat> real As a society, thin. we idolize youth. Youth is beauty. Yeah, but and they're... Being Even small so, it's and like, tiny is youth. There's a way to um, enjoy youth and not have the body of a 12-year-old. I know that I'll never have, like, a Kate Moss body. Mm-hmm. I know that, like, my the niche of the body I'm supposed to have is, like, athletic, 80s supermodel, really toned, still thin. Uh-huh. But, like, I'll never have a little waif body and, like... That is something that has been, like, so hard for me to, like, accept and process. Because really idolized those people. Yeah, like, but I know, like, um, how, I know how to dress myself, and I know, like, what, you know, my, my peaks and valleys yeah. are, and, like, what, you There's know. nothing that you can't wear. You have well, an extensive I mean, like, wardrobe. Aside from, like, having really broad shoulders, like, I can wear most things. Yeah. Um, and even still with broad shoulders, like, I find ways to fit in things. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I just... I think it'd be cool, like, I saw something, like, a years ago about, like, oh, I don't think that the next era is going to be skinny or curvy or anything. I think it's going to be about health and being, like, athletic. That was, a, that was wrong. And I think that was wrong. Yeah. Because, yeah. obviously, we're going to And that back was only, I remember that, that was only, like, thinness. six months ago, and, yeah. like, already it's just, like, the pendulum has swung. Yeah. Because it's all about, like, the early 2000s now and, like, the skinny brow and the fashion that existed then, you had to be extremely thin to look good in so because that's trending now it's like okay you have to look like that again Mm -hmm. and it's just like fuck as women like the fact that like bought our body shapes trend every like that's five to ten years is fucking because it's not sustainable it's like you want me to alter my body every five to ten years it's just like body shouldn't be a trend in the first place yeah (laughs) Fashion, really good fashion should be able to exist outside of mm-hmm. being on a specific body type. Yeah. But it doesn't, unfortunately. I will say I would have thrived in the 80s. Yeah, With you these would have. shoulders, Mama. But you know what? You're thriving now, babe. Like. Yeah, I'm just like, when I look in the mirror, it's like, you're a big man. You're a big, big man. Yeah, but that's not the way you're perceived by, like, society. But it you doesn't know. matter. It matters what I think. Because guess what? Every fucking bitch, even these skinny bitches, also hate their bodies. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Every single bitch hates their body. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's a really, it's a really troubling time, and it's really scary to me because I feel like, I mean, I have friends. We have friends who have like come over like eating disorders. All our friends. Everyone in Portland has an eating disorder. Everyone has an eating disorder. And, like, I, I, we personally have friends who have, like, overcome them. And now all of a sudden, like, it's being thrown in their faces. Yeah. All over again. Yeah. When we, like, like just got over that. Stuff. Like, yeah. we, I really, when, like, this body positivity movement came, I was stupid and thought, like, this is going to be the new normal, but it's unfortunately not. Yeah. And now all these people who overcame their eating disorders in the last fucking five to ten years. And it's like, we were just supposed to be, like, naked and roaming around the forest and eating fruit Mm -hmm. without looking at ourselves in the mirror. And if you, you know, had some skin on you, 
if he had a little bit more. It's like, yeah, you can make a baby. Yeah, totally. Um, But we live in a society. Yeah. And And it all goes back to capitalism. Men love fat women, even though they won't admit it. It's all about selling an illusion to people. Yeah. And it sucks. It's very troubling. It's in. been very triggering. I don't. I don't have like um. I don't have anorexia, but I do have a binge eating disorder. And just like in the last couple of months, I'm just like, fuck. All I can think about is food. And there's so much shame around food yeah. now. Like it's just like gotta stop. It's gotta stop, you guys. God, being a woman is fucking prison. It's like yeah. It's literally like it's why did we prison. sign up for this? I should be able Watch to Watch BD Transition. Or be able to eat and not want to kill myself. I was listening to, um, I don't know if you guys know who Pariah the doll is. Her name's actually like Selene or something. Um, but she's like a Red Scare fangirl. Um, she's cool. We've like talked. Um, and she has a pod and she was talking about how like, <laughs> it's you should actually listen to this episode because it's actually really fascinating. I'm not on her Patreon. I'll, I can give you my login. But basically she talks about how like she transitioned really young. Like, really? yeah, like, um, medically, uh-huh. um, and how it, like, ru- she never went through male puberty, and so, like, it, it ruined, like, her reproductive system and, like, organ, her oh, sexual, yeah. like, orgasming and, like, shit like that. And how, like, child genitals. Yeah, and, like, she talks about Jazz Jennings. <laughs> and yeah. she, like, calls him he the entire time. It's really funny. Um, <laughs> but, like, talks about how, like, you know, m- male bodies which we have we have male bodies uh-huh yeah um are shouldn't excuse me should have male hormones <laughs> like yeah it's only logical right um and so then she was like i don't know if i'll detransition in, in the future or whatever but like she's just she's so like like you know i feel like she's just How old is like she flooded with she's she's like that's also something she mentioned on her podcast she's like like it was giving like a man lapore like birth records burned she in the library say. or whatever she won't say um she looks really young yeah well no i think she's probably like 20 my guess is she's like 26 or 27 huh. um okay. but she's gorgeous she's so thin um uh-huh. she's as tall as i am but she's like a th- like half of my size she's as tall as you are yeah crazy she's 5'11 she looks short um but yeah she was like talking about all this shit and i was like do I detransition? Am I ever going to be a woman? And then I was like, no, nah, that's crazy. That's retarded. Yeah. I don't, can you like re-explain that to me? Like, She's just talking about how like, how like medical transition is kind of like flawed in a way where it's like male bodies aren't supposed to have like male, I mean female right. hormones. And like how uh, um, therapists and how like they classify gender dysphoria and also how like um endocrinologists endocrinologists i say that loosely Mm -hmm. with air quotes because we're fucking guinea pigs and they don't know anything about trans medicine and how we're like experiments it's like yeah there's needs to be so much more research done and there's just not But that doesn't mean you shouldn't be able to live authentically yeah no i mean like for sure and like bodily autonomy and whatever yeah um she was mostly making a point about like kids transitioning and how like sh- kids should not be able to medically transition they which, shouldn't. which i ag- agree with yeah. and i used um, i used to feel differently and i used to even speak at nursing conferences about how like yeah. if a teenager is telling you that they need to transition they need hormones like you should do it because otherwise they're going to kill themselves because the thing is, is that like 
they need to figure out a way to isolate some genes or something and have kids transition softly. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, go through puberty softly, mm-hmm. like a soft male puberty where like yeah. their gonads are intact and they can like, and their sexual you tissues to, are expanding yeah. and they can like have a fucking functional orgasm when they're older yeah. because to be deprived of like that part of your life yeah. is like so sick. This whole uh, concept of like stopping children from going through puberty. Yeah. It's, it's like, unhealthy. It's like, okay, when you like first... That affects it. it's your like, hormones okay, affect yeah, every system in but, your fucking right, body. That, they affect your bone density. They affect right. everything. That's a really um, important part of getting it. Um, so yeah, I agree. And that makes us Blair White, I guess. Yeah. You know? And it's like I understand that it's like a case by case basis and it should be yeah. because like some kids are like overtly trans, but then we go back to the fucking NB ordeal yeah. and it's like they're muddying the waters. Yeah. And everyone is fucking trans now, and so many people are detransitioning after they've already fucking cut their tits off, or they have they mm-hmm. get a fucking pussy, because they're not actually trans. Yeah. And they're taking up s- spots on surgical lists that yeah. actual trans people should be taking. Um, you need to be a grown up who has like been sucking and fucking before mm-hmm. you're allowed to take hormones. Mm-hmm. You need to have a sexuality <laughs> before you start yeah, taking hormones. Totally. Like for also all of this woke rhetoric is so crazy. I drink the Kool-Aid. I was a gender studies uh, yeah, minor totally. in uh, college and it's all like oh gender and sexuality they're completely separate. There are no mm. there's no crossover and it's like that's not true. Well, I in identity, yes, they are separate. Yeah, but like my gender and my sexual orientation are very enmeshed yeah, together. So are mine, yeah. You know, and it's like I feel like it's like that for a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of trans binary trans people. Yeah. And it's like you can't just extrapolate those from each other. They're they're so enmeshed. Mm-hmm. Like if I like I will I'm not, like, a gay man, and I'm not, like, I'm not a cis woman. I'm a transsexual. Mm-hmm. But, like, f- I function in the world as a woman. Yes. And I sleep with straight men because that's my option, because mm-hmm. I'm perceived as a woman. But she wishes she could sleep with gay men. Um, only, like, the hot mask ones. Yeah. Um... I wish I could sleep with, like, straight men who, like, aren't fucking pigs either. But, like, that's what I'm left with. Um, But it's, like, yeah. My gender is, like, I'm a very feminine person. I'm a transsexual. And, like, I function as a woman. And, like, I am a woman. But, like, I don't know. (laughs) You know what I (laughs) mean? What are you saying? Like, like, like. My sexuality is, like, my sexuality is, like, very important to me being a woman, and being a woman is very important to my sexuality. Uh-huh. You know? And it's, like, to strip those away from each other is, like, it's just, like, you well, they can't. can both you be important, to, but not but they But they both need to be, in, but they but they do rely on each other for me. And, uh-huh. and it is something where it's, like, we can't talk about those things, like, separately because, like, there are so many crossovers. Hmm. You know what I mean? Interesting. I'm trying to process. Like, Like, I became a woman partly because, like, I'm a heterosexual woman. uh, Yeah. Like, there's no way I could ever be, like, a transbian or a lesbian. And I've, like, tried. Yeah. And it's, like, 
sucking cock is an integral part of the woman I am. For sure. Same. You know what I mean? Same. Um, cock worship is uh, I'm a cock worshiper mama. Yeah. I and okay so my sexuality functions in a way that like I worship men I'm like a men worshiper yeah like I want men to like shove their armpit in my face and mm-hmm. like step on my face and like I love Suck feet on their toes. and um I love all eating it, ass eat and ass. whatever but I also love like I don't ever want to put my armpit in a man's face ever that's disgusting she is so um, repulsed by men who like women's armpits yeah, it's really it's, fascinating it's repulsive, it's repulsive for, for me to imagine women being smelly mm-hmm. um, it's like both men and women have pheromones yeah but like I I like to pretend I don't um, that's very gay of you I have male pheromones <laughs> but um, yeah so that's just like how I operate but I also like love to be like really like subby and like love all those other things done to me uh-huh. you know what I mean um and it really depends on like the man that I'm like with the yeah. partner that I'm with or whatever um yeah being a human is so crazy so being in a body do you ever wonder I've been thinking about this lately since I've been having more like assaults and just like every single man client or not client is like so aggressive with me and I actually I do enjoy it and I like to be like treated like a little slut because mm-hmm. I am mm-hmm. but it makes me wonder like what is that is that something I actually like or is it this like internalized like male gaze and I'm just trying to like mm-hmm. win the approval of yeah. men I, I, well, I honestly I think don't that, know. I don't even know if that's, like, a trans problem. Because cis women perform for the male gaze yeah, in bed totally. all the time. Like, survival. Like, I guarantee you, whenever you hear a woman being like, She's faking it. That's not what women sound like. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what women sound there, like. There's but... a very big difference between, like, and what I just did before. Oh yeah, when girls there's a huge when they're trying to sound like a fucking like hentai bitch. That's not real. It's not real. That's and I and I've noticed a lot of women talking like especially on TikTok about like um performing for the male gaze in bed like that and how it's like not authentic and they're not having a good time. They just they're just they're not even focusing on their partner. They're focusing on how they're being received by their partner. Oh yeah, totally. Um, And that's probably a big thing that plays into it for me. I don't like super aggressive men unless I already trust them or like I'm in a relationship with them or like we've yeah. been fucking a lot yeah. because I I have been raped before and like I do as a sex worker I do get like scared of like you know yeah. the situations and um it's just a control thing I don't like being tied up or whatever unless mm-hmm. I trust the person of course. and so I think I like it helps that I'm like tall and like more intimidating probably yeah. than anymore um but. Like, if a man, like, expresses that he wants to do that to me, I'm like, okay, I have limits, and here's what they all are. No choking yeah. me, no pulling my hair, blah, 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 I'm curious, do you find that it is common for men to want to, like, treat you that way? No. See, that's... Most men respect me. Right. And... That's what's really The ones that do, I'm... I kind of am, like, here are my limits. Yeah. 
And that's when it's scary to me. Like, I have a client that's, like, really aggressive with me uh-huh. and, like, pins me down. I don't like being pinned down. Yeah. And, like, fu- and I hate being fucked on my stomach because it doesn't feel good to me because I'm not allowed to, like, touch myself while I'm being fucked. Oh, yeah. You just um, yourself. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. otherwise it just feels like he's, like, ramming a dildo in and out of me in my oh, ass. Oh, interesting. And I'm, like, laying on my stomach, so I have to, like, be, like, on all fours. But he, like, pins me down and fucks me that way. And, like, will, like, take my head and, like, and, I'm, and I am have to also have this weird rational fear that someone's going to break my neck, like, like, oh, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish they would do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, kill me, like, when I'm being pinned down. Yeah. So it makes me extremely uncomfortable. It makes me tense up and I don't like mm-hmm. it. Um, unless we have that kind of relationship or we've, we've you know, yeah. had sex a bunch of times or, or, like, you're my boyfriend or something and I trust you. Yeah. Um, so I just, like, make it known to them and, like, I also just kind of lead, especially with clients, like, in a way where I'm, like, I'm the boss here. You're in my space. This Mm -hmm. is my body. I'm running it out to you for an hour, Mm -hmm. and everything's on my terms. Yeah. And if, if, like, a guy, like, I always set out, like, I set out, I always start out sitting on their dick. Same. Because I try to because anyway. that's if they do it any other way, like I will tear. get I'll get a tear, I'll, I'll get a fissure, I'll get a hemorrhoid, whatever. Because I shove it in. Because they just shove it in. So I say I'm gonna sit on you and don't push, and they go okay, and then I sit on them, and immediately they start going and start pushing, and I yeah. slap their chest, and I say I said don't yeah. push, do not push. Yeah. Because they push their cock in you before you're ready, yeah. and they take you out of work for a month. I know. I've been saying because it ruins your whole. Uh, yeah, since I've been like recently assaulted, I've been saying to my clients like, it's really important that you let me like start it out and like, don't push. Like, let me go at my own pace because this is how I make my money. So if mm-hmm. I get hurt, I can't make money anymore. Mm-hmm. And I even did that today with the client that I had. And he, like, listened to me, but I, I still tore. And then after the initial, like, me, like, sitting on his dick, he fucking plowed me doggy style for, like, 50 fucking minutes and had me pinned down. He pinned my arms behind me, and I'm just like... And the thing is, is, like, with those kind of clients where I feel like he's taking advantage of my body in a way that I'm not comfortable with, yeah. and, like, and I know... Like, gonna, you're not paying And that I know it's going to ruin my body, yeah. and it's not worth the money. I'll make them stop and I'll just jack them off or do something different yeah. because it's not worth it to me. And if they're going to act like that now, they're going to keep acting like that. It's and true. it's a it's an investing risk in it's the future. True. And so if I never see you again, that's fine. Yeah. The um, the Croatian guy that came over. Yeah. Older man, probably in his late fifties. Mm-hmm. He knows how to fuck. Mm-hmm. He does. And for some reason, I like I think that we had like this weird like chemistry because he had seen you and like. And and I was and like, he was getting off on being in the house. Yeah, and, and I was like, and I was like, roommate. and in my in my brain, I always have to come up with a narrative to in order to get like get hard and fuck people and like do a good job. So it, this is so toxic. But the narrative in my brain is, I'm gonna fucking better than Piggy, and he's gonna love it. Um, but that's just something I had to tell myself in order to. It's not real. It's just all made it up. It's real. Um, I had to like make up that narrative she in my head to fuck him. My clients. <laughs> he was my client, and he fucked me really, really good. Um, and I enjoyed it. So he like fucked me all sorts of ways Mm -hmm. and like really pounded me out Mm -hmm. and I was fine Yeah, because I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. But like if I, if you're nasty and not attracted to you or whatever and you try and fuck me like that, I can't, I have to stop the whole thing. Nasty people I find don't even have big enough dicks to fuck me like that. Like 
only hot people have bigger dicks, or at least semi-attractive people and have if, bigger dicks. And if, even if you're butt ugly, if you have a huge dick, like, I can do it. Yeah, that's that was, like, today. It was, like, my client had, like, a big, fat, uncut cock. And so, like, yeah, I knew that my ass was torn immediately, but I still let him pound me for, like, 50 fucking minutes. The most important thing about being a hooker is that you're putting fucking um, hemorrhoidal anal suppositories in. I don't do that. They don't do you anything should. for me. You should. Well, they help, like, um, limit the the blood supply that goes there. But don't you want more blood supply? Yes and for no. Healing? If it's If it's for fissures, yes, but, like... If you are at I don't all, get I do get hemorrhoids, yeah. and I've only ha- ever had one that was outside that was really bad, and it popped, and the blood clot fell off Ew. in the toilet. But usually they're like inside, mm-hmm. and it'll happen where like if a guy fucks me really hard and I'm not comfortable with him, mm-hmm. it'll like aggravate and like cause a hemorrhoid to happen. Yeah. So then I put in a suppository and it makes it go away. Yeah. See, I just get fissures, so it's like, and I at I this don't know point in my life, I get fissures like almost every time I fuck someone, unless it's a black guy, because they just know what they're doing. That's the truth. Um, I get a fissure, like, every single time, and I'm just like, okay. I just take a lot of hot baths, and I heal pretty Absolute quickly. Bath. I, you know, two days, and I'm fine. And then I get another fissure, and, you know, just constant trauma to the body. Yeah. It takes scoops out your brain and you scoops out your You guys have no home. idea what we do. You have no idea. Yeah. It's so funny unless also you do. to mention just, like, random cis girls that glamorize and romanticize sex work Mm -hmm. it's like because they like went on a sugar daddy date with a guy and had dinner with him for like five hundred dollars um that's not what sex work is no especially if you have a vagina honey (laughs) easy yeah also easy they're probably like oh well the lubrication not getting it's like you can use lube bitch and you can relax and you can take the dick too but you there's no way asshole yeah and also you can fake being horny and you can fake being turned on i can't if my dick's not hard they're like well you don't like me what's wrong yeah it's like yeah of course i don't like you you're fucking stranger i've never met and you're not i'm not attracted to you i'm just trying to make my money terrible kisser but like cis women can fake it they can fake it Pussy is tighter um, if Pussy they're not attracted. Pussy is tighter. If they're not attracted to the guy or they're... But then they're just like, oh, your pussy's so tight. Yeah. Where it's like if you're doing anal because you don't have a vagina, it's like my ass is tight because I'm so turned off and because of that, I'm going to And my rectal tissues tears. are delicate. Yeah. Rectal tissue is so delicate. Yeah. Delicate. I really have to... Remember, like, I need to put in a fucking butt plug every single time before. If I know it. that I'm gonna be fucking like a guy, and like he has like, or he's like obviously fucking me, and like he has a huge dick, I will put a butt plug in. Yeah, I forget. I didn't think this guy today was even gonna show up, but he did, and I gave him a hundred dollar discount because I'm desperate, and he took the full hour and fucked me. They always do. God, the cheap ones uh, always do. I know, but I had to. And it felt really good. But I was begging him to come because it took so long. That's the worst is when they take the full hour. And you're just like, can you fucking come? And then they don't. And they're just like, ah, well, not today, I guess. Oh, yeah. And it's like, like that then what guy. the fuck are we doing here? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, thank you guys for listening. Is that it? Is it over? Yeah. Okay. 
how long we've we been recording. Hour eighteen. Okay, big sleigh. Um, love you all so much. Love you. We'll see you next week. Next week's episode is going to be a video episode on Patreon. So um, uh, you better work. Sexual eruption. <laughs>